Hello and welcome back to a new episode of Pure Waffle with me, David Casey. And me, Gwyn Roberts. And I mean, yeah, first time in a, a new studio, a new setting compared to having a bedroom with uh, often one host in pyjamas. It's quite a step up, isn't it? Indeed. I, last week I was in my pyjamas. Star Wars pyjamas, though, so you know. Mandalorian, let's go, let's go up in the world. But I think, yeah, it's just definitely a step up and it feels good to have a proper audio, proper... Yeah, I was going to say, I've got, um, I've got jeans on, like, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm also, on a shower. It's an absolute privilege to welcome the man who has about 55 Fred Perry polos. He must be, <laughs> he must be, he must be sponsored by Fred Perry. Each, each week, each seminar, each time I see him with a different polo, it is Sam here. Yeah, nice, thank nice, you for nice having me on, on mate. <laughs> How are we doing, mate? You good? I'm very well, thank you. Um, and so are my Fred Perry. So. Yeah, you got the uh, Chef United colours on today. I have. I've gone oh, for red and white today. That's what he does. Because I'm it's what, it's what he does. <laughs> I've got two that are red and white, and I thought, oh, I'll do the big red one. Well, to be fair, though, Fred Perry, pride of Stockport. Are they a Stockport thing? Fred Perry, tennis yeah. player. Yeah, well, yeah. Fred, Fred Perry, where? Yeah, it's in a. South, south of Stockport. Big socialist as well, I think. Well, more <laughs> importantly, three great things have come from Stockport. Me, Phil Foden and Fred Perry. There we go. Two have been blessed with football and then you've got Phil Foden. Hey! <laughs> Tap in. Oh, yeah. dear. Got the Chef Knight in time for Halloween, no? Yeah, just Ooh. about. Yeah, just, it, to be honest. Hey, Gwyn, is that your Halloween costume right scary. now? Is that what you're going out as? Yeah, you joke. A retired sports star. Um, <laughs> just retired. <laughs> Um, so obviously, top four, as per usual, some things never change. Um, as you are a diehard Blade, no idea why, um, we're going to do top four. Please tell me, in you can do no particular if you want, but we prefer an order. Top four best players you've seen repping the red and white. Oh, well, I think this is difficult. So That's the game. Because there are so many great players that we've had. But I think... Uh, if I say so many players, I'm not sure if I use the word great. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm going to forward that as well. Well, you know, great in, in my eyes. Uh, I think... In, <laughs> John can Fleck. I give these in no particular order? Uh, you can for the time being, yeah. yeah, and then we'll maybe try and get you to rank them. Okay, him. okay. So I'd, I've got to say Sanderberger. Um, yeah, I agree with I, that. I love him. He's silky smooth, gorgeous. <laughs> just <laughs> right, mate. No, it just is. Proper man crush. Um, <laughs> and then uh, who else have we got? Well, great, great great players. Well, Billy Sharp's got to be up there just purely Surely. because of, of what he's done. When we, when very we very modern. One. We're going like prime right now. Well, yeah, because this is, I mean, what you've got to remember is for most of the time of my supporting Sheffield United, we were in League One and we yeah, were rubbish. Yeah, yeah. You know, we were uh, finishing... Below Wednesday. Like, you well, were the smaller well, yeah, club in we Sheffield. Were, yeah. We were the less successful club. And so the, the, the players from my youth, I mean, there's, you know, you've got people like John Brayford and uh, and, and, and sort of th that crop were all... Cardiff. You know, they were... Yeah, exactly. And, but drop, they were, drop Cardiff they were in there at any means? Like. You know, they're, they're cult heroes, but were they great players? Probably, probably not really. But um, we all loved them at the time. But mm -hmm. now, you know, obviously things have got better. So if I'm going going back to uh, to, to my top ones, I thought I'd probably have to say Oliver Norwood as well. He's very oh, underrated. No. You I like Oliver. No, I hate Oli Norwood. I got in a massive, massive Instagram feud on, Did, uh, yeah. on um, you know, Blades Extra. Yeah. They put a post about Oli Norwood and it said best player in the red and white in the last 10 years I question mark and I put because I, I honestly don't rate him it's no, controversial I, he passes he only passes sideways well not and always. I was just like and they were they went mental at me yeah. and they're like what do you know about football who do you support I was like I don't even support Chef United but I just think he, he has tropes of a good player but I just find him so irritating yeah when you're in the prem maybe it's because it's long slow, no, but, but when you were playing well I think he fitted in well he, he was did, fine yeah. with John Fleck and 
like Lundstrom and then yeah. the other players came in. Sunday, yeah. Like when you were doing well and, and he, he just fit in. But then the following season when you were struggling, he stood out as, do, he as quite poor. A, a scapegoat. I also think he does the big thing you can't do in midfield where he gives the ball away too cheaply. I will agree that is one of his biggest flaws. And um, if you do that as a centre midfielder, you are absolutely messing your defence yeah. no, over. No, it's true. And you, you put him in your top four. I don't well now you've now, now you've put this argument to me. I'm, <laughs> I'm absolutely deconstructing myself. Mr. Norwood. I just like his passing. We're doing a Simon Toner in seven hours. Deconstruct your argument. Well, yeah, that ball so well. He's <laughs> hit <laughs> it so well. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I don't know. So I'm, I'm going to have to go. I'm going back to uh, again. It's fairly recent again, but uh, Jack O'Connell. Um, I mean, it's the dis- forgotten man. The forgotten for man. For the listeners out there, he used to play quite yeah, well for Sheffield United. He was, he was before he did his knee more than me. Yeah. Uh, I had. just you pray that he's going to put on football boots again one day. But I was going to say it's when, not looking great. When he was fit and firing, he, he, he was, was a top. Well, he was on the verge of England, surely. He yeah. was, and I honestly think it had had he not got injured, he'd have gone to the Euros probably instead of Tyro Mings. Oh, right. He's loads better. Than I mean, Tyro yeah. Mings. Did you see his thing against Chelsea? Ball comes Dying. up in the air, heads it backwards yeah. to Mason Mount. There, there was no, there was cool. no pressure as yeah. well. No. He just goes, it's just like, it's like a flick on. Yeah. If he was a centre forward, it'd be an unbelievable assist. <laughs> yeah, no, these things, uh, shocking. Yeah, Shocker of a player. And, and that's, it always, it did great on me during the Euros when we had, you know, uh, him playing instead of. Maguire. Where, where he could what about have, Maguire? Oh, of course. Maguire. I'm not going to lie. The one, the one th- I'm very surprised I've, you've admitted, obviously, as an Evertonian, absolutely adored him. Phil Jagielka. Phil, oh, well, this is the thing. Unbelievable for us. I, I did see him playing his first spell with the club yeah. once because I was probably four or five years old. Um, and yeah, I mean, fair enough. Great player. And yes, I did see him play. But the, the, what you've got to remember is when in his second spell he came back as sort of a bit of a dodgy um, well it was it was just to get a bit of money yeah. retire take and, it and easy well, I retire, say that he then went Stoke and Derby is didn't he is that too, is that yeah, too close he's um, getting passed around so yeah but this is the thing you can you can list you can t- I could go over loads of players and it's so difficult to pick four mm-hmm. um, no, well that's the game yeah, mate. so I think I, I, I'm going to have <laughs> to go you've got ten if you want let's analyse sort of. the well, we could analyse it for days, it you know. But uh, Harry Maguire's a good one. Yeah, I mean... Because he was phenomenal when he's he a bizarre, He's us. such a bizarre player because... I just... I think he's at the wrong club. I, no, I, I agree, because the there's, there's elements of him when I'm like, he's, he's slow. Let's, yeah, let's, let's he's call slow. a spade a spade. He's slow. He wouldn't play well in our system no, now, I don't think. but... You can't argue he's a, a bad centre-back no. because he isn't. There's been games where I'm like, the, the guy's unbeatable at certain things when it comes to getting on the end of crosses, blocking shots occasionally playing out from the back. That like there's some games for England. Like I watched him at the World Cup. Particularly do you remember the Sweden game? Uh, yes. when we won two 0 He was phenomenal. And mm. I mean I know Sweden aren't an amazing side, but they're not they're no mugs. But he's he never... I guess I exaggerated how how like, bad he is because well, he's a he's, meme, he's, isn't he? He's yeah he's he's not I wouldn't say he's bad in the ball. No. He's okay in the ball. And like for England he was solid for Leicester he was solid yeah and he even a hole like he impressed mm. to get to Leicester because remember it was one game particularly against I think he was playing Chelsea they lost 2-0 but he was quality well, did he not driving play? out the back all the time and then obviously played for Leicester yeah. and then got the move to United and yeah he's not worth he wasn't worth 85 million but you don't get that move without actually impressing no, exactly. uh, level for Leicester you know, and you... Leicester a decent team as well I was listening to um, I was listening to another podcast and um, uh, Jack Grealish was on it mm. and he was saying the players don't pick their price tag. No. Harry true. Maguire doesn't go to the negotiating table and say, I am worth 80 million. Cristiano Ronaldo might, but 
but that's because he's one of the greatest players of all time. Yeah. There's no way Grealish said to Villa, sell me for 100 million, or when we sold Lukaku to United, for example, mm. there's no way he said, I want to go for 90 million. No. It's just what the clubs just, agree. Yeah. And the player then goes, I want to play for a better club. Obviously, Leicester, no offence to Leicester fans at all. They're a great club. But United are a bigger team. Yeah, they are. He's getting paid more money. He's guaranteed European football, etc., etc. He's playing in a 75,000 stadium, whatever. And Mm. I get that. But he didn't say, sell me for 80 million. Leicester said that. So that's not Maguire's fault. But he doesn't want to play for Leicester anymore. And I get that. But I just think everyone's having a go at him for the price tag. But if you, you've got to think that's not his fault. If anything, that's Manchester United's fault for paying that much money. Well, yeah, exactly. But then yeah. Van Dijk went for seventy-five million, mm. which obviously now looks like a great signing because he's. I mean, I'm getting like Rio Ferdinand vibes from that man. Less so since his knee injury, to be fair. And also, but, he's just a bit too like he's almost too composed. Yeah, but I'm not, could, sure, not sure that's possible. But, but like, could you argue that he's seventy-five million? Well, Liverpool hadn't won a Champions League for what? Well, class, I did. Fourteen and, years, yeah. a Premier League for thirty years. Well, at well, all, the league title, yeah. yeah. I think it's so as well when he was at his best that people were almost trying to grab onto, grasp onto the little, little mistakes he made. Just to, try, Van Dijk. Yeah, just to try and prove he wasn't the best centre-back in the world. Yeah, totally. thinking, at, at that time, he was the best centre-back yeah, in the world. Yeah. If, he had, if he had one slightly poor game, yeah. he'd, be sl- he'd be slated. Yeah, but you see that with all of them. It's like people giving it large at the moment when Haaland doesn't score a goal. Well, yeah, it's exactly, not, I mean, yeah. He's a professional footballer. He's not going to score in every single match he plays. But, like, when um, he missed that chance against Liverpool in the Charity Shield, all oh, Liverpool fans are giving it this, giving it that. Mm. He didn't score against Liverpool again, and everyone's like, oh, Liverpool have pocketed him. I'm not being funny. When it goes to the Etihad, I won't be surprised if he puts four past them. The, 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 the guy defies logic. He does. But it's 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 and people and it's effectively I think it's Twitter effectively people are it's weird. Just idiots. It's people, just, yeah, it's it's just idiots. Let's 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 say how it is. It's idiots. It's people. Oh, who just like to be negative. Fifty goals a season. Yeah, I mean mm. Rory Jennings. I mean if you listen to this, Rory, I, I really want to have a debate with you because your opinion is shocking. <laughs> so yeah. Like he also that. said Chelsea are going to win the Champions League. Yeah. Well, they could. Well, I mean they have. At, Reece, but I don't. They, they have recently. Do it. Yeah. But they're not they do scrape past Salzburg. They've got a good manager, but there's no way they're going to win. Champions the League is Champions League. Like when, when it comes to it, anyone anyone can win it. It's obviously you, you have to. You well, have yeah, to it's a cup. Yeah, I get that. But, but like Spurs getting to the final back in 2019, they are battered by Ajax for a game and a half. Well, they also got then, through on a very, very, very fortunate VAR decision as well. Yeah, but there's the elements that, that Spurs shouldn't have been anywhere near where they were. They rode their luck in both knockout rounds. Yeah. Uh, anyway, just like having a little brief chat about Chef and I this season. Yep. What's your thoughts on the season so far? Well, it's a tale of well, it's two stories, really, isn't it? F- phenomenal beginning to the season. Um, home form is ridiculously good. Illiman and Jai only oh. scores at home as well. Yeah. and he, His goal return at Bramall Lane is ridiculous. It's good, isn't it? He's, he's a, like a dancer, isn't he? Brady Betters out there. Um, anytime goal scorer. I think, to be honest, the whole uh, f- top four players thing, if you ask me that in a year or two's time, he might even get well, up there. I remember know, when I was, um, I was doing a stewarding shift last week and... Um, it was when the new away kit just came out. Oh yeah, yeah. The amount of people that wanted Njai twenty nine, and you see it everywhere. It's little little kids, f- grown adults, everyone's he, got I'm, it. I, I, I don't normally think this, but you can see when someone is too good. Oh, I think he's he not going to be at Sheffield United for too long if we don't get promoted. He's too good for that division. Mm. I, I watch him, and like nobody else is playing well, and he's he's like a shining light. Well, when you beat when you drew to Norwich, you're two yeah. 0 down. He comes on and changes, changes the game. Changes the game. Wait, it's what like he does against, every uh, every time he plays against 
Coventry, I mean, we lost that game, but he was the only real shining light yeah. in that game, and he, he was phenomenal. Um, just, Do you think if you don't go up this year, he's gone? Yeah. I, I think, think him and Anel are both gone. Anel, um, Sander, definitely. Yeah. Um, and maybe even Egan, it's it's hard to say. McBurney, possibly. McBurney, no, maybe, yeah, because he is... He's, oh, come he's on, actually, let's, not, let's not be too silly. Yeah. He doesn't like him because he used to play for Swansea. Yeah, let's well, just make that clear. Right, he's just been funny. Yeah, but he's, he does he's score brilliant. goals. He's one of our, he's, he's a Richarlison, isn't he? We yeah. were talking about this oh, earlier. He's, he's one of those players. <laughs> just hear me out. Hear, let me explain myself. That he's one of those players that when he plays for your club, you love him. Yes. When he plays for anybody else, you actively hate him. Well, no, yeah. like a Richarlison. I agree with I that. I don't know. I don't, I don't hate Richarlison. A lot of people a do. A lot of people do. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, though, when was the last time Cardiff played against him? Who, um, Richarlison or McBurney? Yeah. Um, Richarlison. A couple of seasons back, but in so, 2019. So the, the hatred is... is, is yeah, it's dated, not quite there. Yeah. Ask a Liverpool fan. Yeah, ask a well, Liverpool. Yes, that's, diff- that's different. Right. Oh, right. Right. Fan ask a Watford or, fan or yeah. an Aston Villa fan. Yeah. Or a, or I would have said, obviously, previously, a Spurs fan. Yeah. He, he is a disliked in the Premier League. Yeah, but I damn. But Ollie McBurn is... Oh, I love him. He's just funny. Do you think it's he, like even, even when he wasn't scoring and he was effectively dog shit... He, a centre forward that doesn't score goals. Yeah, but like a the chocolate fans castle. still loved him. They yeah, still weird. wanted him around the club. He's like an underwater hairdryer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he was just funny he's a number nine that doesn't yeah. score goals. You know, he beats up like uh, Nottingham Forest fans allegedly. Oh my god, um, the, guy, the guy's mental. He is. I love him, but you just can't help but think he's just he's funny. Based off what you've seen, do you do you think you'll get promoted? I know it's a difficult uh, question because a, a lot changes in the championship. The problem. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't know. Just put it out there. Our, well, all right, sorry. Um, the problem is our injuries at the minute. It's ridiculous. Are killing us. And the worry I now have is that it's hecking Bottman in training the players too hard. He had the same problem at Leeds, same problem at, I think, Hibernian, and mm-hmm. maybe even the same problem at Barnsley with big injuries happening to lots of players. So that's the real worry. I honestly don't... I, the, the World Cup can't come quick enough for us yeah. to try and get some players back and try and turn around this really poor form that we find ourselves in now. But I think it's a testament to the good start to the season that we made that we aren't further down the table. Yeah, no, totally. The fact yeah. that we're still... I also think it's... Fourth or sorry fifth. to interrupt. I think it's also it's testament to the inconsistency of teams in the Championship. That is true, like, yeah. yeah. Is, Norwich. Oh, yeah, I get... Yeah, like... Class, take, to be honest, take your pick out of yeah. the teams. Class four again the season, but the fact we're you now in still in, I guess still in top in the six. playoffs. Fifth, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, fourth, yeah. and they haven't won in five games. Yeah. Yeah. and it's like that is. And to be honest, there's a few bit, games where they could have n- not even got the points that they did. Like yeah. Norwich, you, you look down and out. Yeah, but we did, in like we did. Every, there's no there's no teams. You go up in the championship if you hold enough consistency throughout mm. the season. Yeah, like that's that's the facts. Like, I think because even when we got promoted in 2018. We went through a, few, a couple of patches in that season where we were, didn't win like six games or something. Yeah, we were still second. Yeah. And I guess because of there's that lack of consistency throughout, like Norwich haven't been consistent, Burnley haven't been consistent, and they find themselves near the top. Like. And it was like for ages, we, you know, at the start of this poor run, we, we stayed top for ages despite yeah. not winning. And when you think last season, how much Bournemouth and Fulham just were, ran away was, with the division? They were flying, flying. Where is that not knew, happening you this knew year? By, you knew at Christmas, yeah, who was going up? Fulham definitely, definitely yeah. and then it was Bournemouth or Forest. Yeah, that was it, and it got really sort of yeah. close in the end. And then yeah. obviously, and then obviously, then it slightly tailed away. But most 
Premier League fans were like, right, okay, we're going to Craven Cottage next season. Mm. We'll go into the Vitality. And then obviously, Forrest picked up this unbelievable form at Christmas time. Yeah. That there isn't that this season. No, there there's not one side where I'm like, oh God, if we got them in the, you know, like for example, if you got them in the FA Cup away. Yes. Top of the championship flying. I'd be like, oh, you don't want them. Yeah. Whereas like now, I'm not being funny. If Everton drew Blackburn away, you or be... Burnley, I'd be like, yeah, we'll, we'll knock them out. Yeah, because they're not. There's, yeah. there's no one. You, would, you wouldn't have wanted Fulham away last season. No, well, wait, I mean, I want Fulham now to be um, honest. Forest had a good run in the FA Cup. Exactly, they? yeah. And purely off that momentum, so it's it is very interesting how close it all is. Is it because all the teams are a bit crap? Probably. Well, yeah, um, I reckon now it's, it's a weird not the season, quality though. thing. Blackburn have lost seven out of seventeen games. Yeah, that that is yeah. mental. And a third. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's Burnley have drawn eight games in their top. Well, Burnley were two 0 down against Sunderland and turned it around four two. Yeah. Is but it, is it, you them, another one that are, have you seen, um, have seen Burnley as well have got the most possession in the football league have they <laughs> yeah. so everyone was saying that they don't play football they well, have now well, got I mean, the, they've got the highest percentage start in the got, football um, league they've got a, like a Brexit ball well, they've got Vincent and Company now. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, although he's looking at being poached by someone, isn't it? Is yeah. it Villa that looking yeah. Well, at no, it? they've got um, Unai Emery now. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, good evening. Unai, yeah, good e- I forgot about exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. yeah. How could I forget? Good evening. So, just before we move on to um, everyone's favourite topic in football, Chef United, how do you think the um, the weekend's going to go? Uh, well, it's Halloween, isn't it? So, it's going to be scary. <laughs> so all of our, well, yeah, all of our games recently have been very... Uh, entertaining. I was going to say Blackpool, one of the best games well, I've exactly. ever watched. It was, it was my first time watching Sheffield United in home end, and I was like, I don't think I'll ever actually see that much yeah. action. I was getting was paid, mental, wasn't it? Yeah. I was getting paid to watch it. Yeah. Four red cards, six goals, missed penalty, last minute equaliser. Yep, Scraps. it had everything. Fans fighting in the Tony Curry, fans <laughs> fighting in the cop, uh, Blackpool fans fighting a steward in the away yep. end. Welcome to Bramall Lane. Quite literally, welcome to downtown Bramall Lane. It was, it was the, well, some people have called it the Battle of Bramall Lane too, haven't they? Um, I've, I'm very which, aware of the first uh, one. Uh, to be fair, we're playing West Brom at the, oh, uh, the, first at the weekend. Yes. Um, it was the, it's the only English Football League game ever to be abandoned due to a lack of players. Um, have you ever seen it? It's, it's unbelievable. It starts with one of the worst tackles you'll have ever seen. He, 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 it Patrick Sufo He nearly breaks on. his leg. He does. He doesn't go anywhere near the ball. There's a bit of history between these two players, Patrick Sufo, and I can't remember who the um, who the, the West Brom player is. And it just comes on straight away, two foot. Yeah. He's not it even on like, the pitch um, like 30 seconds. Do you remember the, uh, the Wayne Rooney one against Hull? Yeah. It was like a drop ball when he's got a proper, like, baldy skinhead. Yeah. And he just, he goes for it, two-footed, bang. Bang, straight, it's yeah. It's just like taking absolutely no prisoners. Yeah. It's what you want to see, it's though. What it is, yeah. It, it, it is. It's it sounds awful, but... I, I don't. Pe- people that pretend it, like they want to see flashy football, every fan in that stadium gets excited when you see a player clean out and the it opposition. Gets the crowd going. Yeah, like Cody and Tarkovsky are brilliant at that. Like a proper yeah. old-fashioned centre half, where from minute one you let the attacker know that it's their game. Yeah, yeah. And you just clean them out. Mm. And, no, it's just, no, and it's, it's what, brilliant. It's what fans like to see at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, everyone wants to see a, a you know crunching tackles and. 
And yeah, we want flair and things, but it, yeah, but you also you also you want, want to know that the players are bothered. Yeah, yeah, you do, and you want to see that passion. Yeah, because I mean, you've gone all that way, or, get that. or you're there every week, or whatever. You want to know full well that they're committed to the cause just exactly, as much as you yeah. are. I mean, I'd pay I'd pay countless amounts of money to wear it for an Everton top. Mm. I'm sure you do the same. Well, not for Everton, but well, yeah, but, you know, if, yeah, put me in a United shirt, all of a sudden I'll become decent at football. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've never seen you play football twice. No, neither have I. Actually, no, I've been probably asked to No, I'm shocking. <laughs> I haven't played football since probably year 11 at school so yeah Fair. Anyway, dust, dust your boots off and we'll go we'll see what yeah see what get, I can get do get in history football oh I've never thought about it. well I, I, to be honest I don't think I'm fit enough we tons of captain here so we can get involved if you want yeah that, well. work some politics get you involved um, <laughs> I just come along for the ride yeah anyway I, could, before... I feel like I'd make a good manager that's all Standing on the side. Standing on the side, Full shouting suit, in the Fred Perry suit? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, before we bore the listeners with the yeah, Chef and I chat, yes. um, we'll, yeah, like Casey mentioned, everyone's favourite topic, a certain VAR. Yes. Which is... For the listeners out there, that stands for Video Assistant Referee. There we go. Right now, it's up there the most like prominent it's been, I feel. A Definitely. lot of just diabolical decisions. Simple question, would you keep it? Yes. I also, unfortunately, I also agree. If so, would you change it? Yes. So, go on. I have now done a season and a bit without VAR. And all I have now is every time a decision that would have been overturned by VAR is just either me or my dad goes, VAR would change that. You just, and it's just, it is needed, I think. And it, it needs to be implemented in a, in a way that's actually like conducive yeah but how do you do that well you just have I honestly think have a clock if you can't make the decision in in a minute minute, then don't make one yeah that's a good that's what I've said before something like that um, even 30 seconds I'm not being funny if they're looking at something for three minutes like three whole minutes it's not clear and obvious. No, that, the, the clear and obvious thing, and, and it was yeah, the biggest thing when you know, they Yeah, but pardon my French, but the clear and obvious is bullshit. Effectively, it, yeah. It's not yeah. true. That they, they, They're now like going back like 30 seconds before the goal to check yeah. for a foul. Like the City-Liverpool one. That it, has not impacted the goal. Yeah. And it's the whole thing. There's been so many phases thing. of play. Yeah. Or like the, um, the t- like for example, I'm just thinking like we had one um, f- going back a few months now against Leeds mm. where we scored... Uh, I think it was Damari Gray, 2-1-2-1. They draw, they're drawing the infamous lines. Yeah, I'm doing air quotes for the people that can't see. And it's like, what part of his body's offside? Yeah. Like, obviously something is, but yeah, it's like, but it... I can't... Also, how do you know exactly when the ball's been kicked and things exactly, like that? Yeah. Realistically, it should be one still image. Yeah. And if you can see he's offside, he's offside. Mm. If you can't see he's offside, then he's not gained an advantage. No, exactly, yeah. And I do think that whole advantage thing needs to be... Well, it's like offside like, is there to stop the attacker having an unfair advantage on the defender. Yeah, yeah. Certain you're not you say you haven't got an advantage if it's like a you have to look yeah. proper close. John Lundstrom's big toe did not give him an advantage away no. at Spurs. We just, That's you, what you I see, go back to. You can see a decision in like ten seconds if it's. Yeah. Like if you, if you think oh that's, 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 that's a shocking mm. decision I need to change it if it's a foul like unless it's obvious immediately that either either you haven't given the foul and there is a foul or you've given the foul and there's not enough to overturn it mm-hmm. mate flipping heck, you can see in 10, 10 15 seconds right. it is yeah. perfect example where VAR was needed he'll 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 get annoyed when I say this but Chelsea played Cardiff yeah. and Aspilicueta was miles offside mm. you could see from one still image he was offside mm. VAR bang offside Two yards, done it, that's it yeah. But 
now the situations it almost feels like now they want to take goals away from teams yeah it's it like oh i'm going we've scored but we can't celebrate well it's like, if i see a notification come up on my phone saying a goal and it's in the Premier League. I'm then thinking, okay, let's, yeah. let's wait, let's wait 30 fr- seconds. Unless it's a free kick, a penalty, or a worldie from 30 yards. Yeah. You're like, hang on, something's going to go here. But even Which, though occasionally a 30-yard worldie could be yeah. like, changed if somebody's it's, standing. It's, it's taken the fun out of the game. It is, and it, it's the... It's the level to which that they do, I think, overanalyze things. But on the flip side, you know, the championship needs it because some decisions are made and you just, you know, these referees that are like clowns effectively, some of them. Yeah, the, the officiating in Britain as, as a whole though is poor. It is poor, yeah. And I don't, I don't, I'm, I mean, I'm not, you know, it's not my area of expertise on how refereeing should be. Um, but it, something needs to be done about it. I'll tell you why refereeing is so or, poor. Or, or it's or because... It. As junior referees, and I know from personal experience, get treated awfully yeah. from being about 15 years old. Like I, one of, someone I know who was on my course did a refereeing game and one of the, you know like how you ask parents to do, run the line for you. He made a decision that the guy didn't agree with. He took his, um, li- his um, flag and snapped it over his knee. It was his yeah. property. So it's That's things cool. like that. Yeah. You're only getting paid 20 quid. Yeah, it's, it's not making it worth your while. In the middle of it? a field where it's cold, it's wet, you've got 13-year-olds who've just learned to swear, calling <laughs> you God knows what. Yeah. And I'm like, right, okay, I remember when I could first swear. Stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like, you don't want to do it. No. So a lot of young lads who are re- young lads and girls who are really, really invested in this game, stop doing it. Yeah. I stopped doing it because why am you I going to... Yeah, well, you know, why don't I want to do point? it? Yeah. And yeah, that, that, that's the problem because there's not a hotbed anymore. No. No, there's, yeah, that's, I suppose that is definitely it, it, these do these things do probably start from the yeah. from the grassroots. The championship they? in particular, from from experience watching it, the standard officiating can be poor, poor. Mm. Um, I mean, but then it gets even worse the lower then, you go down. So what? Like, oh, the officiating. I mean, I've I've done a few Wednesday games. The officiating in League yeah. One well, is like giving offside bad. in your own half. That happened to Wednesday oh and twice to Barnsley. Oh dear. It's just ridiculous. Well, it's just not right, is it? No. Well, yeah, how can you be offside in your own half? But you can't. You no, literally yeah, can't. You, can't. <laughs> you can ask how much as much you want, lad. But, yeah. hey, looking, but looking at VAR, obviously you're, in this, you're the referee on the pitch. But you don't ask the question, what is the referee in the VAR studio looking at? Yeah. It seems absurd. Like Some decisions just seem blatant. And then they're doing something completely different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know like, what, like, what can you change about that? No, that's true. It, it's true. well. I don't know. There's not a lot you can. Tr- I think the the number one thing for me is just you know make things clear how they are supposed to officiate and make sure have some way of holding them to account. And now I'm not a fan of these ideas about having in- referees interviewed after games because no, I think, no, bad show. I, I don't know if uh, Mike is it Mike Dean. I think did a a podcast and he talked about how he doesn't like it as an idea because at the end of the day the press are only ever going to want to speak to referees mm-hmm. when they've had a bad game yeah, yeah. so it's yeah just no one's going to go thing. oh anthony taylor what a brilliant yeah. game what did you think about that penalty then yeah, they're not are they're they? not they, they're only going to want to interview it, well, them it's, when it's journalism it, it's yeah. to get a reaction yeah and i mean good news doesn't sell papers so, exactly you know, and are you always negative yeah. there's no surprise things. there's no surprise that media analysts have a field day when mm. a mistake is made because yeah. it gives them something to talk about exactly well we're talking about it right now yeah and i think the problem the only problem with var i, I wouldn't say the only problem but the, the major like major major issue that needs to be dealt with it's the reofficiating of the game yeah a referee has not given a penalty mm-hmm. so he doesn't think it's a penalty 
He then looks at it and he's like, mm, not sure, not sure, gives it. Well, that's someone else telling him yeah. to give it. Now, if it's blatant, I'm talking the Cardiff one where he yeah. punches the ball. Or like, do you remember Luis, Luis Suarez in the World Cup where he punches it off the line? Yeah. Obviously, I know they gave that, but let's say they didn't. That's a penalty. Yeah. You and can't argue with that. It should be a clear and obvious yeah. mistake. Or like at yeah. the World Cup when we were getting absolutely rugby tackled against Tunisia mm. and they didn't give it. Mm. That was a penalty. Yeah. But Don't remember that. On, on a few occasions, it's like, to be fair, I'm not being funny. The one against Denmark in the Euros, I don't think that was a penalty in the no. semi-final. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, but they didn't give it. But then we go to VAR and the guy's like, give it. So someone else is telling him what to do. Yeah, it takes the power away from the man in the middle. The I whole point mean, of the referee yeah. is that he is the embodiment of officiating in the game, but someone else is telling him what to do. So would you... There are two choices of either completely scrapping it or keeping it the way it's operating at the moment. You so can't. You, which, which way would you go? You can't scrap it. I, don't, I would keep it. Keep it even though the way yeah, it's operating at the moment. The, because the thing is as well, I, and we will always focus on the, one, on the decisions that we think are ridiculous, but... The vast majority of the time, VAR seems to work. It, for me, it, it seems to work. And I, I, you know, I was, we were very much involved, Chef United, in, in the first season of it being introduced. And we had some really shocking decisions go against us with mm -hmm. it. But at the end of the day, if it's the right decision, it's the right decision, you know. Yeah. Um, Would you keep and it? And I think these things balance out eventually. I think, yeah. If it was between keeping it or com keeping it the way it's operating right now, yeah. or completely scrapping it. I think it's almost pride and less, less debate if it's not there than but, if it is there. But I would keep it with changes. Because I think you've, with the one change, time, like you said. Time yeah. has, why, why on um, is a Spurs game on Wednesday? Why is it Kane scoring on just before 95 minutes? And then on 98 minutes, they're still debating whether it's offside or not. Yeah. That's just three, to make yeah, it clear, three minutes, yeah. It was never offside because the guy, Emerson, heads it back. But why, why was it offside then if he headed the ball backwards? I know it knows. I was, yeah, I was listening that. about that and obviously the laws of the game is if the ball goes backwards, it's not offside. But that's, mm. not, that's, not, that's not them even like going in line with the laws of the game. That's them actually just getting it wrong, which, yeah. which, then, which then makes it even crazier. But that's like, ludicrous. Why, why is VAR getting a decision which is so blatant? Why are they getting it wrong? But mm. how can you get a decision wrong when you're looking at it? I know. You've yeah. got, you've you got, can replay it. You, you, know. have, you have the power of replay, slow yeah. motion, freeze frames like you've got everything and it's just like forgot the ball has gone backwards like so it's, it's not so outside. obvious yeah but I, I think the problem is though you can't scrap it now it's no. here because I, yeah there will be occasions now where in six months time let's say you scrap it and spurs miss out on the champions league yeah. because of a dodgy decision right the amount of outcry to that would be astronomical because of the money in the game now decisions are tweaked like goal line technology was needed obviously yep. England were robbed in 2010 there's been other occasions where it just is a goal but no mm. one's given it that you have to have it and technology is being brought into the game but then it's situations like in tennis we only get three challenges yep. or in cricket you only have 10 seconds to review it and things like that 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 works, but obviously the only thing I'd say with that is though, football's a much faster paced game. It is, yeah. It's like American football, stop, start. Rugby, stop, start. Football is a free-flowing game. It's not designed to be slow. Yeah. That That's the problem with VAR, that it naturally becomes stop-starty, which nobody wants. No. But if you get rid of it, you run the risk of making a mistake and then a team absolutely tearing you to shreds. 
And you know for a fact that if they did scrap it and there was any sort of issue, the conversation would all be about, oh, if we still had VAR, exactly. that had been given or, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. So now it's here, I think it just has to be here to stay, if that makes sense. But you're saying that as soon as they took the step of introducing it, there's no going back. Yeah. yeah it's I, like think, I think it's a point anyone, of no return. Any, any fan of a team that's been relegated from a division that uses VAR, mm-hmm. as soon as you're in the division that doesn't use it, you're like, VAR already given that. Yeah, totally. You know, oh, if we had VAR. If, you know, and mm-hmm. it would, like, against Blackpool, I think, United... He scored a goal, it was onside. Yeah. I was literally in line with It was onside. And not only that, we should have probably had two penalties for handballs in yeah. the box. Well, you, you know, would have so missed them anyway, so it's fine. Well, yeah, <laughs> we'd have missed them, but it's not the point, you know. At least we'd have had the yeah, chance on, to miss them. Um, but I think inconsistency yeah. is the word I'd use. Because yeah. why am I watching Master Day and there's about three or four, well, at least two similar things happening and then one's being given and one's not? Why, why is that that inconsistency? And if it was consistent... And they were consistently given one, or consistently given them all, or not like not given them all. Sound, but you can't keep going on by just giving some decisions and not giving others. And it just it just doesn't make sense. Um, it was um just before this I watched West Ham Bournemouth uh, highlights from Monday, and um, what's his name Kira, pretty much catches it. Oh yeah, have you, seen, have you seen it? It's all yeah, it's, it's pretty much catches it. Or like he's like his arms. Have you seen it? He's like doing. I don't, a, I don't think so. He's no. like playing volleyball. Yeah, the ball, really? the ball, the ball comes in from a corner. I think Bowen whips it in. He goes to head it, throws his arms up. It, his, his arms are down by his like. It, it, it clips the inside of his arms that are like pressed against his ribs. Goes up in the air, then hits another player. Then Zuma heads it in. But because of the new law change, because it's not directly led to a goal because another person has touched it. Touched it but that yeah. doesn't make it sense because handball is handball. Yeah, to- no, yeah, I totally agree. No, I think, yeah. he's, basically, he's basically given his mate a layup for him to <laughs> flick it on for Zuma to tap it in. Yeah, it did, that seems silly, it's really. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And th- but th- then on the flip side, I mean, this is uh, West Ham again. It happened at the lane where they had a they had a goal disallowed in the last minute, which, by the way, was one of the best moments I've ever had watching football. And that was because of a handball in like a phase of play before the... So it's like, how far do you drag yeah, it back, how I far suppose, do I, you know? Like, it's ridiculous. Now, I remember that decision wasn't, wasn't really a handball because like his hand was by the side. He clipped his arm. Yeah, but my, my, my argument has always been with that one is if his hand hadn't been there, Egan clears it. My my favourite my, my favorite yeah. VAR decision actually does also come from Sheffield United. Yeah. It was before I... Um, I don't think I was at uni. I think it was just before we started uni. And it was against Tottenham, do you remember? Where Lucas Moore is running in the box. Yeah. You foul him. He falls over. Naturally, his momentum carry him to the ground. He's on the floor. The ball hits his arm. It oh, bounces yeah. to Harry Kane, <laughs> who checks inside yeah. and scores. And they rule it out for a, a handball. handball. Yeah. But I was like, hang on a minute. You've just fouled Lucas Mora. <laughs> What's he supposed to do? Fall head first and yeah. not use his arms? Well, that was... They've, they've changed the rules a it bit after that. It was utterly ridiculous. Yeah, it was. I saw that and I was like, you are basically telling the attacker he needs to now fall head first yeah. to not have, run the risk of touching it. Lucas Mora didn't know where he was. No. Let alone actively flicked it with his elbow to set Kane up. I remember that very well. Ridiculous yeah. decision. It was. I think Harry Kane actually netted the ball five times in that game and, and four of them were disallowed yeah. for various reasons. Yeah. It was like 
poor kid. He's never going to score. Yeah. Well, he did in the end. Though. Yeah, he well, he's, he's Harry Kane. Yeah. He lost. He won 3-1. 3-1, yeah. Yeah, it was a good game, yeah. though. I, I think we'd just beat Chelsea 3-0 yeah. as well. So I remember, I remember, I remember watching it and I was thinking, oh, that, the Blades look good. Yeah. However, I remember, I remember thinking, oh, my word, Lucas Moura, I feel so sorry <laughs> for you. It's so funny, though. But yeah, I think that's another thing with VAR. It's given us a lot of funny moments. Yeah, but, so, but would, you, would you rather funny moments or would you rather just, like, common sense? Like, I was going to say, it's funny yeah, for the wrong reasons, yeah, though, funny, isn't it? It's it? funny like, for the wrong reasons, definitely. It's like, it's, it's almost getting to the extent now where you're using humour as a way to go, oh my God, this is so bad. It's yeah. funny. Yeah, no, that's true. You would introduce it in Championship? I would like to see it introduced in Championship. Just, just Championship or are you going lower to League it's One? It's got to go lower. Like, I don't know. Also, there's one thing. It like, does it's, 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 Before it you becomes... answer that question... Um, like FA Cup I was makes say that. no sense at all. Yes. So yeah. if so Everton, for example, are playing against um, Walsall, playing against Hull, or, yeah, or Walsall, whatever, away from home, there is no VAR. Yeah. If that if that draw is made at uh, Everton, at Goodison, yeah, there's, there's VAR. Then there's VAR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. I don't like Sorry, that. But go on, and that, like if you're saying how, what leagues would you introduce it into? How far? How far I down think the would you go? The Championship, because it's 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 a there's a lot of money involved. Yeah. League one and two, there's not, there's nowhere near as much. The winner, the winner of the championship gets to go into the Premier League. The it's person 50, who comes 50, second, it's like a 50, 60 million pound deal. Exactly. Just and, to get and, promoted. I mean, the playoffs as well. I mean, the finals like the most expensive. And obviously, game as well. Yeah. It's 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 the ramifications, the TV, the players you sign, exactly. the shirt sales you sign, the t- the um, parachute payments, etc., etc. Like Nottingham Forest. If, even if they go down, they're sorted for two or three years now. Exactly, yeah. Well, the the fact that we're st- still competitive to, you know, a well, year and a bit yeah. after after we got relegated last time is a testament to how much money the Premier You've League You've got a bloke in midfield gets, who plays yeah. in the same team as Erling Haaland uh, well, and exactly, Odegaard. Yeah, yeah. And I would say m- matches up to them nicely there. Um, I think that's a bit, give, of, give a stretch, a bit of a stretch. Mm, now, but, you now. know... Um, Whereas with League One and Two, and no disrespect to League One and Two, I mean I spent six years watching a team that played in League One. The money's not there, and the, and the yeah, I know, agree the, with you. But then the same argument would be, for example, the National League. Mm, that's true. Big step up from the National League to League Two, like the it's, amount of money that it's brought, obviously for for my local team, the amount of money it's brought into Stockport since County got promoted this year. They're now in the first round of the EFL Cup. Yep. straight away no, they're, in, they're in the FA Cup mm-hmm. they're now they're now getting a little bit of TV money because I mean the National League's not as covered as much as League 2 they're playing relatively I, put, I use this term lightly big sides you know teams that will fill a 5,000 stadium yeah that why why can they not have it doesn't even have to be anything major just a VAR just light. a screen just yeah. a screen at the, at the corner of the dugout or an iPad that well, the referee can go well, and if have it's a on telly yeah. if it's on telly then they obviously can have VAR. So, yeah, it's the TV same process. Pictures, yeah. Well, yeah, I think there's slightly different... It's not a million miles away, though, is it? Yeah, no, I, I know exactly what you mean. And the, the idea of VAR light, I mean, I don't know if either of you have read about it particularly, but that looks like an interesting idea. Well, what's that? I've actually not heard about that. So it is effectively VAR, but with fewer cameras and less... Um, it can do less. Like it just Sounds like it, a better version. I don't, well, yeah, to be honest, it does. It's, it's more restrictive. Well, Diet Coke's better than Coke but, anyway, um, so well, like, God, <laughs> we've got to prefer the light versions. But there you go. Yeah, so it might be worth looking at that. I think it's something like six cameras um, every ground at various points along the pitch. Obviously, a screen for the for the referee to use, like mm-hmm. you do in proper VAR. Now, I can't actually remember whether they have a VAR like 
set looking at the screen itself. Yeah. I have a feeling it might actually just be that the referee is able to go and, and, and replay it like I that. just think that's a good idea. I don't I see do. why it's not necessary. Yeah, because at the end of the day, I mean, referees would, I'm sure, Benefit. like to sometimes have, have another look at things. Yeah. You know, if you, And that's the way I always thought it was going to be when VAR was originally interviewed. Well, it worked introduced. in the World Cup. Yeah, exactly. Give or take one or two decisions, but it, it was relatively smooth. It was. Um, it, to be it was relatively smooth at the Euros. The Again, but I think that is the European uh, officiate. But oh, no, again, we they say are. that. Those decisions in the Champions League over the and, and Europa League have been have yeah been they have been poor haven't they? Um, so I've mentioned a spur but around, but international well, yeah. international refereeing it just is better it is it, better yeah I've 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 seen so many games now where and obviously as well international tournaments there's a lot there's a lot more at stake it only yeah. comes around every four years or two years if you think in both competitions you've got players who are playing not only for themselves but also for their nation and the refereeing is just better yep. And it I is. don't know what we're doing wrong, but there's something we are clearly, clearly doing wrong. And Just an average referees. Possibly. Yeah. But we're supposedly the best league in the world. Mm. Well, the Premier League anyway. Yeah. But why have we not got the best referees in the world? No, exactly. Do they have yeah. to be English? I don't really see. No. They can all, all these officiators can speak English. Yeah. Because they speak to English. They speak. So when Senegal play, I don't know. Portugal, yeah. French speaking, Portuguese speaking, they will speak English to each other. Yes. To the referee. So why are we not getting these amazing referees in the Premier League? No, we can attract true. the players like Haaland, Ronaldo. Yeah, why can't we attract... Yeah. Ref- yeah. We, can af- we can attract Pep Guardiola. We can attract the best managers, the best players. Why can't we attract the best referees? Yeah. No, that's in- that is a very interesting point, actually. I'd, I'd, I'd be interested to see if the Premier League could buy, effectively, some yeah. better refs. Well, yeah. well, they bought Mark Clattenburg. Yeah. They basically bought him out to go mm. abroad. Why can't we do that? Yeah. But mm. I just think we've... Um, but the, the one thing as well, is just wrapping it up. You know, obviously, you, when you spoke about the FA Cup... Mm. The FA Cup is a brilliant source of income for a lot of lower league teams. Yeah. Let's say, I don't know, Salford get Chelsea at Salford. Now, if they get if they go through that, they they're getting so much money. They're set for the season. A dodgy decision goes against them. They're mm. now out. If that's at Stamford Bridge, they're through. Yeah. How is that fair? No, and that's it's it's not uh, Or even on the shoes of the other foot. It's, if Sheffield yeah. United play someone, yeah. and uh, I don't know Anfield, mm. and you go through. But then if it's at Bramall Lane, you don't. But you're in the Premier League like 18 months ago. Yeah. You can obviously have VAR. Well, the v- well, we've we've used VAR at the Lane yeah. last season. Um, it's ridiculous. And I think even in the it FA was in, it was in now, the playoffs, wasn't it? Yeah, in the playoffs yeah. we had it. Um, and there's even like Derby County, their ground is fitted with VAR. Yeah. Um, and they're in League One. Yeah. Well, Stadium of Light is massive. Yeah. Can obviously have VAR. Yeah. Hillsborough could easily have VAR. Well, I know you need electricity Hill. first, but you oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Hey. Got, 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 got to uh, insult Wednesday while we can't. Are, are you a Chef Knight fan? Uh, I think so, I yeah. Think I Might this. be. Do you I like Under Armour? Um, I'm about to play football after this, so I was just wearing something sporty, but sound. Nice to see you in uh, decent clothes once. I was going to say, um, no pyjamas. Um, but yeah, no, I think v- VAR is always going to be a cause for debate. Yes. That's never, ever going to change. Refereeing generally has yeah, always totally. been a, de- a source of debate. But, like, well, like, isn't, everyone, I think the main problem is everyone was calling for it so much before it came in. Yeah. And like, yeah. everyone's like, has a problem with it. But I do just go back to it. I think, I think it stays, but they just got to make changes. Definitely, that's, yeah. that's the way it is. And I had the same chat probably about a year ago and it was the same. And it's like, ways of changes yeah but when, exactly nothing's happening exactly so I mean, so when's it going to change yeah. I don't know is it naivety is it ignorance 
possibly even like the referees thinking they're better than us. I don't know. Maybe. But you cannot honestly, as a referee in this VAR system in Stockley Park, go, yeah, we've had a good day today. Yeah. You can't because no. every weekend there's one incident that gets talked about. Well, if that happens every single week, there's 38 games in the Premier League. That's mm. bad. That's 38 mistakes at a ba- bare bad minimum. mistakes as yeah. well. Because they people have to are be talk- That people talk are talking about. about. Yeah. It's uh, it, yeah, it's a it's a very difficult one, and I think probably a debate we're going to keep having for years to come. Yeah, until it stopped. But should leave it there. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Sam, here, absolute pleasure, mate. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having me. Cheers, on. Thanks for coming on. Always, always a pleasure, you. never a chore. Sometimes Cheers. a chore, but there you are. Yeah, enjoy. You're not off to West Brom tomorrow, are you? No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that Again, much of a massive. Seven a.m. coach. I'm yeah. off to Wednesday tomorrow. Oh, Stuart in Burton Albion. Sorry, did I just ask? Absolutely right, terrified of the Brewers. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I did, um, I, just before we wrap up, I did a Wednesday on uh, when they played Bristol Rovers. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable Bristol Rovers fans. I think, so Wednesday yeah. night at eight o'clock kickoff, yeah. and there was a thousand of them. That is they didn't, good. That's they didn't stop good. singing. Let's just say they had one or two J2Os. Well, what was the score? 1-1. Uh, one, one. Oh, Wednesday went 1-0 up. Good goal, to be fair. It was against the run of play, actually. And then Bristol Rovers equalised. The lower Leppins Lane erupted. They were singing the whole way. Absolute farmers like accent. It was class. Lo- love, <laughs> love the were, love the South, yeah. you know, uh, Bristol Rovers like yeah. brilliant. But they class fan base. And I've never really like thought much of them. Joey Barton, manager as well. I think the thing is, it's one of those like smallish clubs that's well followed, very well followed. And obviously, it's it's a bit of a niche team as well. It's not like yes, it's flashy. not obvious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, they were, they, they were class, very good fan base, but Wednesday were terrible. I'm sure you'd like to know. Yeah, good. Michael Hickaway is one of the worst defenders I've ever seen kick a ball. <laughs> he gave the ball away about five times in his own half yeah. as a centre-back. Is he a sign for Rotherham? Yeah. He used to be good at Rotherham. He was awful He's on a- Wednesday. Agent. Sorry? He's, they've sent him in as an agent. An agent, yeah. <laughs> I was worried there. I was yeah. like, I, I, was, I might have to kick you off the podcast. Uh, <laughs> no, sent no. Him in. Uh, <laughs> but no, he, he's, um, yeah, he, let's just say South, the, the People's Republic of South Yorkshire have got a new signing. Yeah. He is awful. It's good. As are most of the boys in blue and white. I'm That's sure you'd like to hear. Yeah. Well, then again, what are they fourth? So they're not too bad. Yep. But they've got Barry Bannon. Oh, Barry. Lee Gregory. Oh, uh, big United Will fan. Vokes. Baller. David Stockdale, all of these in League One and yeah. they are not top of the league. Uh, it's bad. I don't, yeah. Like the Los Galacticos of, of South Yorkshire. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And, and I mean, I could talk for hours about how Sheffield football is under is under uh, achieving for yeah, its don't. status. But all right. <laughs> I was going to say, the only thing yeah. we care about now is, uh, is wrapping up. Well, yeah, fair enough. I want some scrams, so yeah. Ooh. Same here, mate. <laughs> what, what, what are you fancying? Oh, uh, God. I'll probably just go and have a meal deal, to be honest. Stop maybe. it. Co-op, know. is it? I don't, maybe. I was thinking just shoot shooting because I can't be bothered to walk up the road. Oh. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Go for a splash out on the four quid one. I was going to sell a hoisting duck wrap. Well, I mean, you splash out enough on Fred Perry so you have enough money. <laughs> anyway. It's not a yeah, bad thing. To, it's not four. a bad thing to rep. Absolute pleasure. Um, and yeah, we'll uh, see you next episode. Yeah. Hope you soon. Cheers, guys. In a bit. Oh, yep. Yeah, ta